Do you ever feel like one night you went to sleep only to wake up the next morning and the entire world had lost its collective mind? Suddenly not only is homosexual marriage enshrined in national law, suddenly there's a real epidemic of parents and teachers allowing and even enabling their own children to pretend they can change their gender? What? Where in the world did all of this come from? And who's even fighting against this madness? Our next investigative documentary film, Dysphoria, is now in production and will be releasing later this year. Like you, we saw what was happening all around us and said, what in the world is this and where did it come from? More importantly, through Dysphoria, we explore where the church is in all of this and what can and must be done by us, the body of Christ, to fight this wickedness. Sign up for our monthly newsletter at fearlessfeatures.org to keep up with us and stay up to date about the upcoming release of Dysphoria. Hey everybody, welcome back to the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. You're listening to Fearless with Mark and Amber, a behind the scenes our filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features, where we discuss the hot topics of the day as it relates to faith, family, and freedom from a biblical perspective. I'm Amber Archer, and joining me is my husband, author, director, speaker, Mark Archer. I want the truth! You can't <laughs> handle the truth! If you find this podcast helpful, be sure to subscribe and share this show to help us reach more people with this information. As always, you can learn more about us and the movies we're making by visiting fearlessfeatures.org. So today, we have some exciting things to talk about. and A lot of stuff to catch up on here. Yeah, things to catch up on. Lot, lots happening behind the scenes. So uh, last week, we joined um, Pastor Dave Fiorazzo on his show, Stand Up For The Truth. Um, he, Dave is an author, media contributor, uh, talk show host, and his latest book is Canceling Christianity. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to read that next. Well, this one goes out to Pastor Dave. <laughs> You're everyone's problem. <laughs> right. We love you, Pastor Dave. <laughs> so you can listen to the show that we were on with Pastor David um, at his website, StandUpForTheTruth.com. We'll leave links in the show notes for you guys and be sure to follow and share on social media as he has awesome guests to address the issues and topics affecting Christians across the nation. Um, Again, that's standupforthetruth.com and links will be in the show notes. I don't like you because you're dangerous. Right. And you can follow him on social media. I found him on um, Facebook and there's just, there's a lot of content, great content that you can share um, that he's putting out. So what else do you have today? Well, let's see. We got canceled. Oh, Remember yes. That? Yes. That was, that was fun. fun. <laughs> a few weeks ago, we got canceled live. In, in real time, we got canceled. Right. We were speaking at a church uh, here in Indiana. Uh-huh. And so that was fun. The tech team, I'm this sure sucks. it was. Yeah. So we were at Stones Hill Community Church in Ligonier, Indiana, out in God's country. And... Uh, yeah, you want to explain what happened there? Yeah, so uh, unbeknownst to us, because of course we were on stage, but <laughs> afterwards the tech team came over and right before um, Mark went up to um, speak during the second hour, because Mark and I shared our testimonies the first hour, and then second hour you went up and, and spoke mm-hmm. and did a, a message on Joshua, mm-hmm. courage and cowardice. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> as as you're walking up... We're, we're getting information that Facebook and YouTube has canceled both hours. Simultaneously, both platforms did this. Yes, uh, just for having our names in the comments section, in the description. In, in the title, yeah, yeah. That they had deleted their live streams. Yeah. <clears throat> so they And they knew that it was because of our names because 
they went back and removed our names from the time. I know. <laughs> Bravo, the, Tech And then team. they were able to able to keep them up. Yeah. yeah. So so, so par- partial of those are there. Yeah. Canceled in real time. That's a bunch of crap. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's, it's actually pretty amazing to just actually walking up to the stage in the pastor's town <laughs> telling the whole congregation. I know. By the way, our church live streams just got canceled twice because of these two. Let's give them a warm round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Which has never happened before. So here we go. First, I'm feeling... Actually, quite accomplished about that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to more movies coming out. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so what you got today? I I just have a bunch of articles that I've been saving up over the past few weeks here that I wanted to wanted to share. This one is actually the most interesting one. I'm going to start with this because we're getting ready to go into summer break. Yeah. Are you, mom, dad, considering? Planning, maybe you've, I'm sure you've already made plans. Put the deposit down to send your child or and or children to summer camp. Uh, from not the bee, which is which is the people that do the Babylon Bee, but it's actually sort of a serious news site. Right. We were about to send our daughter to an overnight Christ, Christian summer camp. Mm-hmm. Then we read their inclusivity statement. Oh, my word. You ready for this? Where is this at? Um, this is in North Carolina. Ugh. Let me read a little bit of the article, and then I have the... Well, I'll let you have the inclusivity statement <laughs> okay. from, from Holston Summer Camp. There comes a time in each parent's journey when one of his or her children will inevitably become obsessed with the idea of going to summer camp. Our eight-year-old daughter recently overheard her classmates talking about attending a local camp and immediately became enamored with the idea of sleeping in a sweaty cabin with a bunch of random people snoring around her. (sighs) If I wasn't such a sucker for nostalgia, there's really nothing more American or 80s than roughing it at summer camp. I probably would have dismissed the idea entirely, except for the fact that I want my daughter to experience life herself. So, uh, let me fast forward here. After a little bit of searching, my wife stumbled upon a camp just 20 miles from where we are located. Plus, it's affiliated with the local church. Um, so Wait a second. Uh, well, you keep reading because I'm reading this statement. <laughs> okay, I'm getting um, Let me fast forward here. So, hurry up. <laughs> so, long story short, they, um, they enrolled their daughter into this Christian Summer camp, and then they found um, the the camp's inclusivity statement. So this is a build as a Christian summer camp for kids. It's in North Carolina. It's affiliated with a church. And now you want to read some of the inclusive Oh my word. Statement? Yeah, I'm I was just breezing through this. I had no idea you were going to read this today. Um uh, Okay. Youth is a time of exploration and identity formation. Okay, so this is Holston Camp's statement of inclusivity. Keep it together, keep it together, keep it together, keep it together, keep it together. Right. You can find this on their website at holstoncenter.org. All right. So this is this is interesting. Oh, and I love how they, they try and justify it. The arc of scripture and the work and witness of Jesus Christ support accepting people as they are. 
There are people in scripture who defy gender norms and are accepted. The eunuch who was baptized by Philip and is credited with starting the church in Ethiopia, in quotations, Jesus also called for the acceptance of eunuchs. What? What? Interrupted. (laughs) That's the eunuch theme. Go ahead. Deborah, the female judge and warrior, just as Jesus called for the acceptance of these individuals, Holston Camp welcomes all LGBTQ people to participate fully in our programs with this statement of inclusivity. Well, here we go. Catch me outside. Right. Which bathrooms do campers use? Campers use the bathroom that corresponds with their expressed gender. Uh That's a bunch of crap. Oh, my word. Campers typically Mm -hmm. notice they have all these these like little adjectives to to just just maybe just in case if Mm -hmm. you're questioning. Campers typically sleep in lodging according to their gender, but there's not a one size fits all housing policy. Mm. Idiot. Um, just skimming through here. Uh-huh. Yep. So you're, you're Will Holston Camp inform parents of campers if their children are assigned to the lodging area as a transgender camper? Simply put, no. Campers are always supervised at Holston Camp, so there are not any apparent safety concerns or legal issues related to a boy camper assigned female at birth sleeping in the same room as other boy campers and vice versa. That is the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. Oh, my word. Yeah, exactly. I'm done reading. I don't even... Good on those parents for not sending their kid to camp. And there's your summer camp update for the year. Wow. <laughs> it's so sad that you you literally you literally can trust no institution right. or nowhere to send your kids without thoroughly vetting everything that they include. You have to question everything. Oh my word. And it makes me sick that they try to use scripture to justify this. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Um Okay, here's another fun one. Uh-huh. You remember that thing <clears throat> called the Constitution? Do you do you know, do you remember what the First Amendment guarantees freedom of speech? Speech and religion. Uh-huh. From the New American magazine, a preacher ordered not to post Bible verses offending LGBTQ crowd on social media for five years. Where is this? Tennessee. Uh, uh, Oklahoma court order. Wait, it's a pastor in Tennessee who's getting... a Tennessee street preacher is challenging an Oklahoma court order, threatening him with arrest and potential prison time (laughs) if over the next five years he posts Bible verses condemning homosexuality on social media. Bravo. Who's who's this pastor? I'm going to leave a link to his news feed. Okay, his name is Rich Penkoski. Let me find him. P E N K O S K I. He's the leader of Warriors for Christ. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Its homepage, for example, displays a map of the United States indicating all establishments that have had events that target children for grooming. 
One of those establishments is, of all things, a church in Oklahoma. According to a press release from the Rutherford Institute, which is appealing the court order, thank you, Rutherford Institute, Penkowski used social media to express his moral and religious concerns about a church that endorses same-sex marriage and a public drag queen performance in front of children. <clears throat> in one of Penkowski's posts, he shared the church's public photo of a same-sex wedding involving leaders of an LGBTQ organization and quoted Bible verses describing God's judgment of sin. In a second post, sounds like something I would post. That's why I get censored everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> in a second post... No, wait, Pen your court order is coming soon. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. In a second post, Penkoski criticized the church's publicly shared photos of children celebrating Pride Month. Oh, third post. Hold on. Oh, they're, really, they're really mad. Uh, third post, Penkoski weighed in on a regional effort to ban adult-oriented entertainment in public spaces attempting to refute what he believed were false statements by one of the leaders of the LGBTQ group who told city council that no adult-oriented entertainment, obscenity, or sexually suggestive performances had occurred at a Pride event, Penkoski posted a video clip of the LGBTQ leader's public statement to city council, along with a video and photos of a drag queen behaving in a sexually suggestive manner near children at the Pride event. So... Needless to say, this didn't go over well with the activists who believe they have a right to do as they please without being criticized. That's the core of it. They petitioned a Washington County, Oklahoma court for a restraining order against Penkoski and succeeded. Wow. I could go on. I'll leave the link to this. <clears throat> um, yeah, wow. And anyone who thinks that you're not next... Yeah. Pastors, churches. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, it's only a matter of time, folks. Yeah. Well, and this is, a, and I, you know, we, we poke fun at this, but the truth is, uh, you know, it's interesting that when we were up and we got censored at this church a few weeks ago, we hadn't even said anything. We, we hadn't. No. Uh, just, we had, just our names in the, in the title. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Uh, and I, Told you we're on a list. Uh, yeah, well, that was the thing. It was really interesting because you know, because when you walk with warriors, the conversation's different. And so, at that little church, the the message that I was giving, with the example of Joshua and talking about the difference between courage, which we're commanded to have, be strong and courageous, mm -hmm. right, and contrasting that with cowardice, which is talked about at the end of Revelation, that cowards are listed among, among the first group of people to inherit judgment mm -hmm. from the Lord. And so it's uh, bringing us back to this, you know, when we say, well, it's coming for all of us. This is absolutely unheard of for a court to or for the court to order a pastor. Right. To stop speaking about Christian things. But you, you know, what's interesting though is He's a pastor who's not staying inside of his building. Right. He's a street preacher. Right. And by far, any of us go outside of the little building domains that mm -hmm. we have and tell people the truth. Yeah. And so when we talk about 
Um, so if you want a book to read that it has, I think, the proper perspective on what we're dealing with right now, it's Francis Schaeffer, A Christian Manifesto. Mm-hmm. And he wrote A Christian Manifesto in the 70s when the the biggest issue on the plate, not that it's not still an issue, but the biggest issue was abortion. Because abortion had just been legalized. <clears throat> and he talks about the limits of civil government. It takes it back to Acts. Mm-hmm. You know, should we obey God rather than man? And civil disobedience and the time and the place for it. This is the time and the place for it. Because number one, not only are they are is the court trying to order a pastor to stop preaching, this is straight out of Acts. We command you to stop preaching in, in, in the name of Jesus. Sorry, not going to. Mm-hmm. Courts, the court does not have that authority, either, either by God's law or by the U.S. Constitution. Right. You do not have that authority. First Amendment. So, um, you know, I, I'm sure if we followed up with this, uh, with this pastor, we would find that he has no intention of following this. Oh, no. He's just going to keep right no, on. No, because and I'll leave a link to his, um, his uh, Facebook page. In the show notes for you guys, and you can go and look at it. I just buzz through it, and mm-hmm. I don't see anything that I wouldn't normally post. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is what we're talking about when we're talking about having courage versus cowardice. We are commanded by the Lord to speak out. Mm-hmm. And when we start to self-censor because we're afraid of the consequences, mm-hmm. are we not denying Christ in the public square when we do that? I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not going to stop speaking. We're we're disobeying the command to go into all nations. Yeah, you're disobeying the Great Commission. <laughs> so anyway, okay, we'll go to break. We'll come back. I've got some more some fun stuff to share here. Friends, fans, and warriors, we are excited to let you know that Fearless Features movies are now available for rent or purchase on Salem Now. Our two completed titles, Inwood Drive and The Mind Polluters, are both available on demand. Salem Now is dedicated exclusively to conservative and faith-based content and can be found on mobile apps and streaming services such as Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire Stick, and select smart TVs. Click the link in the show notes to see each film or visit SalemNow.com in the recently added section to watch either Inwood Drive or The Mind Polluters. Be sure to share with your family and friends as this is another way you can help support Fearless Features and the creation of more films like these that are making an impact around the world. How about this one? Federal judge orders middle school to host after school Satan club. We have seen so many of those. I mean, we've even had um, teachers here in Indiana who were fourth grade, fourth grade teacher here in Indiana. So this is once again, a federal judge has ordered a Pennsylvania middle school to host an after school Satan club. The club is sponsored by the satanic temple. Now, let me just interject in here. Even just a year or two ago, if you would have, and we were saying, this is coming, this is happening, this is coming, mm-hmm. there's going to be more of this. And you were looked at like you were crazy, you know, oh, whatever, you live in this kind of schizo, paranoid universe. Tinfoil hat. Right, tinfoil hat. Well, here it is. Um, the ruling says the district must allow after school Satan Club to meet at the times and places in the previous agreement made back in February. Um, this is, uh, incidentally, uh, 
Judge Federal Judge John Gallagher appointed to the bench by former President Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do not put your faith in man. <clears throat> uh, federal judge ruled that a Pennsylvania. Okay. So this is from Todd Starnes. And I, you probably heard about this. But, yeah, this is coming. Well, there's so many. I mean, just Google after school Satan clubs. Yeah, yeah they're, they're just popping up everywhere. Um, and why? Because it is the education system. As we have said, and as if you listen to Alex Newman, you listen to, to anyone who is knowledgeable in speaking about the state of the education system is that it's run by communists. And that's another one of those that a lot of people kind of, they kind of go glassy eyed because mm-hmm. uh, there's a whole generation, maybe two now that has not been taught about what communists, what, what, what they are, what their goals are. Um, from Fox News, Colorado teachers, Colorado Teachers Union passes resolution declaring capitalism inherently exploits children in public schools. Oh, do tell. <laughs> this is the Colorado Education Association. A final version of the resolution that was passed states that CEA believes that capitalism requires exploitation of children public schools, land, labor, and or resources. Capitalism is in opposition to fully addressing systemic racism. Wait, wait, this this is coming from the teachers union? Yes. Wait, okay. So let me just... Wait, let me finish reading okay. your statement. Okay. Capitalism is in opposition to fully addressing systemic racism, the school-to-prison pipeline, climate change, patriarchy, Gender and LGBTQ disparities, education inequality, and income inequality. Okay, go ahead. Um, well, I, I was just thinking, so the, the very system that, that pays them, mm-hmm. they're saying that system is... <laughs> what, what exactly are they saying? I mean, because that it's... You're, you think that the capital is... You literally started your union to make money off of the teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, labor unions are at their core communist organizations. It's the collective bargaining. It's the collective. That's that's one of right. the keywords you have to listen for. The collective. It's so they're 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 rooted in communism. But my point is, they would not have any money. Should should they take away the capitalistic? Right, right. I mean, I don't, I don't understand. Oh, I, it reminds me of this uh, this professor I had in one of the one of those stupid classes that I had to take in college. Incidentally, all of college was pretty much a waste of time. But one of the particularly dumb classes, I think it was public speaking, mm-hmm. and. This guy who was teaching it was absolutely worthless. I mean, he was he was beyond worthless as a teacher because he couldn't public he couldn't do public speaking. He imagined himself as this avant-garde filmmaker and he was just doing this on the side. He had, I think, at least one ma- I think he maybe even had two master's degrees. I mean, he would come in and 
perump, 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 here's all my qualifications. And he had, he, he had basically spent all of his time in academia, right? Mm. And pretending like he's a filmmaker. And he started in on this rant one time about how all education should be free. And, oh, yeah. and me, being the capitalist, I raised my hand. And I said, does that mean that you're willing to work for zero salary? Well, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Was You ask any of the teachers, mm-hmm. are the conditions in which they work, like, you know, because capitalism mm-hmm. an economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners, <clears throat> it says for profit rather than by the state. Right. So when so the, it's the, these schools are state owned. All right. So when the state owns the means of production, that's socialism mm-hmm. slash communism. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just so we can clarify that. Anything else on that? I got a few more here. No. <laughs> How about the Navy enlists drag queen to recruit new sailors? Ah. <clears throat> the, it never ends. We're gonna have we're gonna have Craig Sawyer on in a couple of weeks, and I'm gonna ask him about this. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Sawyer, if you don't know, was in our latest movie documentary, The Mind Polluters. He is a veteran, and he now runs an organization called Veterans for Child Rescue. Not not just a veteran, not just any veteran. Navy SEAL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, we'll ask, we'll ask Craig. Yeah, we'll ask Craig what he thinks. I, I, I know what he thinks, but I just want to hear him verbalize it. The U.S. Navy, this is from Todd Starnes. The U.S. Navy is looking for a few good drag queens. <laughs> and don't you feel safer already? Don't you feel safer? President Biden's woke Navy has invited an active duty sailor who dresses in drag to join its pilot digital ambassador program. Uh, Yeoman second class Joshua Kelly, whose stage name is Harpy Daniels, made an announcement on TikTok about becoming one of the Navy's first Navy digital ambassadors. This experience has brought me so much strength, courage, and ambition to continue being an advocate and representation of queer sailors. Because that's exactly what we need. Mm-hmm. You know, that's going to solve the world's problems is if we just have more queer sailors. Yeah. A queen in every port, they say. Isn't that exciting? Oh, my word. <laughs> what? With nearly 50% of recruitable talent coming from diverse talent, the Navy must be deliberate to create a culture where every person, regardless of their background, has the opportunity to succeed. In other words, the Navy's tip of the spear will include pronoun-confused, non-binary, pan-gender sailors, some of whom might identify as blowfish. Is that what that says? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we are still speaking about 8% of the population. Yeah. And and all of this marketing... You see with Bud Light and Adidas and Ford. Oh, Ford. Yes. Did you see the Ford? I saw it. The gay Ford Raptor? Yes. It, it said, what did it say? Reimagining tough or something like that. Re, yeah. Re, redefining. Redefining. What tough, tough looks like. Redefining or, tough. Yeah. 
And if you haven't seen it, just go we'll leave a link to it. It's on, it's on my Facebook page. It's on Twitter. Just the, you know, just Ford gay, Raptor. gay Ford Raptor. Yeah. <laughs> and you find this spot and yeah, they painted the Ford Raptor in the, not just the rainbow colors, but the, the full pride flag colors mm-hmm. with the pink and the blue and all that to represent pedophilia. Mm-hmm. Right. Like full on. Yeah. Oh, how about but how about uh, light light beer or Miller Light? Yeah, yeah, Miller light, light light beer. They did that real condescending ad with the with the uh, the woman talking about how if it weren't for strong women as brewers, you wouldn't have any beer. And how, what thanks do we get? They put they put women in bikinis. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, we know you guys. You're you live in the real world where. We're all inundated with this, mm-hmm. and it's like, how do you, how do you continue, just to look away, yeah, and stop supporting these brands? It's, oh, it's hard because it's everywhere. Yeah, H and K, Heckler and Coke, mm-hmm. which is, they make really top of the line uh, handguns and rifles. Mm-hmm. Their military arms supplier, even H and K got lit up because, and they very quickly recanted. The woman, a, a woman who runs their social media, started chiding people on Twitter for being, you know, LGBTQ, non-compliant, mm-hmm. you know, mean, hateful, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, yeah, they got lit up in a hurry. And they very quickly recanted, because I, I follow them on Twitter. And the next day, they had deleted all of those... <laughs> tweets of course. and put up a basically an apology yeah <laughs> i thought there's somebody in there you know understood that that this was a, a necessary thing um okay last one last one well let's see hold on i got two though <laughs> they better be good catholic church hosts exhibit alleging god is transgender oh my word saint paul the apostle catholic church in new york city is hosting an exhibit that alleges God is transgender. We used to be able to say, well, yeah, that's New York. Um, okay, last one from InfoWars. The WHO, the World Health Organization, mm-hmm. pushes, I'm not even going to say this, early childhood sexualization for toddlers encourages questions about gender identity for kids aged four and up. The 68-page report titled Standards for Sexuality Education in Europe also calls for supplying information to toddlers about enjoyment and pleasure when touching one's own body. The policy paper also states that kids between four and six should talk about sexual matters and consolidate their gender identity. Yeah, parents, how many of you want to tell your kids, oh, we should start, honey, let's sit down and start talking about sex. What does it mean to consolidate your gender identity? Well, figure it out. You could be a girl or a boy, and maybe you need to merge the two so that you're trans. Right. Here's See if this sounds familiar. The document also asserts that sexuality is present from birth. Oh, Alfred Kinsey. If you don't know what we're talking about, watch The Mind Polluters. And I think that's the thing. Whenever we read, we're not, we're never surprised by this stuff no. because we know that it, it 
the national, the, the UN, the United Nations, this is such a global disgust mm-hmm. and stemming from this, this, you know, Alfred Kinsey's research, mm-hmm. sexual from birth. The WHO told reporters that, quote, this is, this is priceless, our guidelines reflect established psychological facts based on decades of research. Right. False research. Our <clears throat> children were abused. So. And molested. Yeah. Alfred Kinsey's uh, research lives on. Yeah. I have nothing else. I'm- I don't either. And uh, you guys, thanks for struggling through this episode with us. Yes. <laughs> we got to get back on a series next week. Okay, we'll think of something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks for tuning in and listening through to the end. That's all the time we have for today. Have a wonderfully blessed week. We will talk to you again next Tuesday. You're everyone's problem. I am dangerous. 